0: Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to episode of Living Light Outdoors. I'm on the mic with you from the office. Yeah, I know it's a bit early this afternoon, but uh, man, I've been working on stuff since 6.45 this morning. God put a message in my heart last night, uh, woke me up a couple of times with this on my mind, and it's kind of silly, kind of simple. Um, that's sometimes how God works with me because I've got kind of a simple brain. He has to come to me in simple ways. So I want to share with you a message uh, that, that I titled today, Connected to the Vine. Now this is going to kind of be like a Life Lessons from a Tomato Plant remix. Like way back in 2019, it's actually the very first podcast that is on the podcast platform today. So if you scroll all the way back to where I started placing things on the podcast, you will find a podcast that's titled Life Lessons from a Tomato Plant. And it's actually, it's about nine minutes long. It's worth going back and listening to. I'm going to kind of do a remix of it because of what God put in my heart last night. We're in the midst of gardening, right? I mean, we just started planting stuff. So, uh, and because of some of the things that have happened and transpired over the last few days and things and week, as we've planted our garden and things, it brought this to mind. God placed it in my spirit last night. So at 645 this morning, I was up writing this. And Putting it together and it reminded me very much of the life lessons from a tomato plant So I would encourage you to go back You'll have to scroll through all of the podcasts all the way to the very beginning now I believe it's all the way back. It's 2019 and you'll find that it's the very first podcast um, That we that we put on the mix Several years ago. I wrote that sermon uh, Titled life lessons from a tomato plant now this message was born out of a crazy tomato plant as well that somehow started just off our porch and, and when a good friend in the hell repair business commented on how to make it produce more fruit. That's where that particular message came from. I found myself somewhere in the middle of the night last night thinking about some tomato plants. Ron and I had just started some in the house earlier this spring and actually uh, more like this past winter. Ron planted some seeds and we have, we have several seeds and she planted them and they really began to grow. We had them under a grow light that, that comes with our hydroponic tower garden thing, and two of the plants actually began to produce blooms, and eventually little tomatoes appeared. It was so exciting, we got because it was wintertime. It was really cool to see this going on in the winter. Well, when spring finally arrived, and it took it a while, we determined to move them outside as we were preparing other seeds and plants for the garden this year. Rhonda had several okra okra plants that she'd started, uh, while my pepper seeds were just not coming around like we hoped. So as we were moving these already producing tomato plants out the back door, we realized how vulnerable and, and maybe somewhat fragile that these were, as they were very difficult to keep from falling and getting damaged, and unfortunately the biggest cluster of little tomatoes broke off the vine, much to our disappointment. We got them outside. We replanted the smaller plants with a tomato on it uh, in the grow box, and, and all seemed well. But as I was building the, the cage around the plants to help support them, I knocked the little tomato off the plant. It broke my heart. I hated it. It was just a little green tomato. It fell under the grow box, under the stand that the grow box is sitting on, and, and it was there for a couple of days. I I saw it. I noticed it. I made comment to Rhonda about it, had knocked it off, and was felt bad about it. But then I pointed out a couple of days ago that that little tomato that I had knocked off the vine had gone from green to a light shade of red. But then and the next night it was gone. It was taken by some critter or something else and, and it was literally gone. The other little tomatoes are now turning and looking quite healthy and we're all excited to watching as the fruit of our labor begins to produce as planned. Now this brings me to what put God put on my heart in the middle of the night last night when he woke me up. In my slumber, I could see that little green tomato, the one I'd knocked off the vine. It was fine. It looked healthy. It looked like a tomato. But it was disconnected from the vine now. It separated it from its very source of life. And although it tried its best to become what it was born to be, it did not mature completely. And then suddenly it was gone. It it appeared to develop. It had all the signs of what a tomato should look like. Even began to turn color as designed, but because it was no longer connected to the vine, no longer receiving the life-sustaining nutrients, no longer protected by staying attached high up off the ground, it was devoured by something before ever fully developing into its purpose. John 15, 1-6 says this, I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, He takes away. And every branch that continues to bear fruit, he repeatedly prunes, so that it will bear more fruit, even richer and finer fruit. Verse 3 says, You are already clean because of the word which I have given you, the teachings which I have discussed with you. Remain in me, and I will remain in you. Just as no branch can bear fruit by itself without remaining in the vine, neither can you bear fruit, producing evidence of your faith, unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. The one who remains in me and I in him bears much fruit. For otherwise, verse 5, apart from me, that is, cut off from my vital union with me, you can do nothing. It ends this in verse 6. If anyone does not remain in me, he is thrown out like a broken off branch, and it withers and it dies. And they gather such branches and throw them into the fire, and they are burned. Verse 5 really points out that apart from Jesus... We can do nothing. Spiritually, we will have no power if we separate from him who is the vine, the life source, the power source. And just like that little tomato that fell off the vine, if, if it had the appearance of a tomato, it even began to appear to mature like a tomato. But it was no longer connected to the very source of life and, the, and of power, and it was consumed by the world it had fallen into. Verse 6 is really heavy. If we begin to think we can do whatever we want in life, if we become disconnected from the vine, Jesus says if if we become like that broke off branch or that disconnected little tomato, we'll be tossed into a pile as a dead branch and burned. I, I get a mental image of those disconnected dead branches being thrown into hell, the very lake of fire reserved for all who fall away or who are not connected to the source of life. Jesus is the vine. God is the vine dresser. He's the gardener, the one who prunes back the unnecessary. He, he takes off the dead parts so that life can flow freely into those who remain in him. That, that first message about the life lessons from a tomato plant, I talked about you know, the, my friend Chad telling me to shake and bump that plant when it was covered in blooms. That shaking would spread the pollen around, and that plant uh, you know, it, would, it, would, it would sprinkle that pollen off of all those blooms all over that plant and, and that plant began to produce more fruit I, I had shared that with Rhonda I said hey this is what Chad said to do and, and you know, there were two or three little tomatoes on this little bush she had growing off her front porch and, and, and when she went back out I coming home from work and I said have you looked at your tomato plant she goes oh yeah she was so excited she said there's two or three little tomatoes on there I said no you need to go look at your tomato plant again so she did, and just from her bumping and shaking that around, there were tomatoes all over this thing. It, it had spread like wildfire. The whole plant, you couldn't even count them. There, there were so many tomatoes on that plant, you couldn't even count them. Life will, in fact, shake us. We'll get bumped, and sometimes crushed or broken by this lost world that we live in. But as long as we stay connected to the vine, connected to the life source, connected to the power of... Through our relationship with Jesus, all of that shaking, all of that bumping and crushing and breaking, it will only produce a stronger plant that produces even more fruit. The Bible makes it very clear that our source of life and power come from only one place. Revelation chapter 12 verse 11 says, And they overcome and conquered him because of the blood of the lamb and because of the word of their testimony. Jesus bloodshed on the cross willingly covering our sin. And our story of redemption, our story of Jesus' light drawing us out of darkness and grafting us into the living vine, connecting us to the power of life itself. Everything we have today is through Jesus. Our life-giving source is Jesus. He is the power source. He, He is what we must stay connected to. He is the vine. God is the vine dresser, the gardener. We have got to stay connected to the vine. Listen, I want to challenge you to something today. You may have found yourself in years past where you've surrendered to the Lord. Maybe you've given your life to Christ. Maybe you've served him well. Maybe he's used you in your gifts and talents. And So many people come to my mind as I, as I talk of this nature right here. But you've maybe allowed the world to taint who you are maybe you've disconnected from the vine and in the world you are still there you're still doing stuff you may, maybe even sometimes you feel okay with your life but you're no longer connected to the source of life that was pouring into you before revelations chapter two that verse uh, the verses there in revelations chapter two talking about the the church of ephesus it says man you've done all these great things you you you've done everything that i've asked you to do you've 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 you know you've even disliked the people i dislike you've even come against those things that i don't like and and you've stood your ground and you've done well and you speak well but yet i have this against you you've lost your first love you've disconnected from the vine you're no longer grafted into the vine of life's source and unless you correct that you're not going to make it Unless you, unless you allow yourself to be grafted back in. Unless you come to the Lord in repentance. Unless you say, God, I, you know what? Maybe I think I have drifted off out here by myself. I'm no longer anchored in you. I'm no longer tied to you as a stay. And, and now I'm out here on my own. And yes, you may still have gifts and talents and, got, and th- things may still be going around you. Life may still be treating you well. But I'm telling you, unless you're grafted into the vine of Christ... You're not going to make it. You'll eventually wither up and die. Or something in this world will come and snatch you away and devour you. The Bible says our enemy rolls around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. He's not really a roaring lion, but he'll take every opportunity that we give him. And in fact, he'll damage us every opportunity that he has. We have to stay connected to the vine. Stay connected to the power source. I actually watched a little video the other day and it showed a guy snipping the top off this one tomato plant. I'm thinking, oh, what is he doing? And then he kind of takes a razor blade and he he slices this plant a, a certain way. And then he takes another plant and he slices it the opposite way and he slides those two slivers together and he puts this clamp around it. And the next thing you know, he has grafted those two plants together and now they're producing double the fruit that they were. They're grafted together. So now there's 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 two different versions of things growing there. Graft yourself back into the vine and let the blood of Jesus course through your veins once again. And, and as doing so, you'll produce more fruit than you've ever dreamed. He'll be able to use you in more ways than you've ever imagined. God gave us our gifts. He, he created us before he ever formed us in our ever, mother's wombs. He already had set us apart for his purpose. But until we allow his his vine, his his blood to flow through our veins, grafted into him as the vine, we don't serve our purpose. We, we'll, we'll wither away and we'll die and we'll be gathered up and thrown into that heap to be burnt. Do not let the world devour you. Stay connected to the vine. Amen. God bless you guys. I, I, I pray that uh, God stirs your heart. If you find yourself on the outside looking in, It's not a locked door, at least not yet. Simply repent, surrender your heart back to Christ and allow him to pour back over you his love, his peace and his passion, placing you back under his wing, grafted back into his vine with his power flowing through you once again. Amen. Rhonda and I love you. We thank you for your support. Thank you for your prayers. Thank you for following along with our ministry, allowing us to do the things that, uh, that God has given us to do, helping us journey on this journey as we process out, seeking out that which is lost so that it may be found. Amen. God bless you. We love you. We're praying for you. We'll talk to you again real soon.